listening to another episode of the Run With Sam podcast. Um, Yeah, thanks so much for being here, for spending your time this way. We are, I can't even believe it, but we are just over a month away from the election on November 5th. We're closing out the month of September and moving into what I affectionately call Noctober. Uh, that's the month where we knock every single door in District 5 and talk to every single voter we can. And we're going to have a lot more information about that coming up. But yeah, welcome to this episode of the podcast. Thanks for listening. We have a couple, um, a couple guests for you today, which I'm really excited about. And this really kind of gets us into the next, the next stage of this podcast. Uh, you know, if, if, if this is one of the first times you've listened, let's be clear, this podcast is one of the many ways that I'm going to leverage technology to communicate uh, about the issues that matter most to the, the constituents in District 5. Um, so anyone who lives in District 5 or anyone who just lives in the city of Toledo, this podcast is for you. This is going to, you know, hopefully... Um, when I'm elected, I intend on shifting this podcast to talk about constituent issues and not just talking about campaign stuff and different things in the news, but you know, really focusing on um, issues that matter to the constituents in, in District 5 specifically. So, you know, different people have had newsletters and stuff in the past, and there's a lot of ways to communicate, um, but I think a podcast is just another one of those ways, and so, so that's why I'm doing it. So on the podcast today, we have two really special guests talking about a ballot issue that will be on the ballot on November 5th um, for anyone living in Washington local school district. So, you know, District 5 is kind of interesting. Um, it's about 50-50. So about half of it is Washington local schools. About half of it is Toledo public schools. And so that means that I got to be, you know, connected to and thinking about both of those school districts, just like many of the families who live, you know, many of the families who live in District 5 are, are thinking about, you know, all the different educational choices that they have. Um and you know we can get into this in, in another at another point, but so many people who are thinking about where to live, they they often think about um, school districts as a part of that as a part of that equation. But today, since Washington Local has a levy on the ballot, I wanted to meet with a couple of people who were really well versed in those issues and could talk to you about those things and and bring everyone up to speed. And so on uh, the the guests on today's podcast, and since the interview is a little bit longer, it'll be the bulk of the episode. The guest on today's podcast is is the new superintendent of Washington Local Schools, Dr. Katie Anstat, and then also the board president of the Board of Education uh, for Washington Local, Mark Hughes. All right, so let's talk Washington local school levy. Um, Levy is everyone's favorite word, I think. It is, very much so, very favorite word. Yeah, so let's uh, let's talk about this. So my wife and I have three schools in the district, two kids at Monac, one one at- Three kids and three schools in the district? Did I say three schools? Three three children, yeah. So this is, this. I told you earlier, we don't edit this, we just go. (laughs) 
Um, so, yeah, my wife and I have three girls, all in Washington Local, two at Monac, one at the Alternate Learning Center. Um, so I'm, I'm going to be straightforward with the listeners here. I'm very um, pro this levy because I'm pro public schools and I want to see them advance and move forward. Um, and I'll let you kind of talk about the reasons for that. So first of all, introduce yourself. Introduce yourself to the podcast audience. I'm Katie Instead. I am the new superintendent for the Washington Local Schools. New as of when? 30 days ago. I've I mean, literally got 30 days on the job. What a first yes. month. Yes, it's been quite the first month. And okay, and the person who maybe helped get you into this mess? That would be me. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Hughes, president of the Washington Local School Board. And you've been on the board for? A little over a year and a half. So you, we have two yeah. brand new people. Yeah. Yeah, but, but, but brand new, but I want to say with, with a lot of experience both in education mm-hmm. correct, and yes. a lot of experience in the district. Yes. So I just want to point that out because I don't think that, um, you know, I think anyone following Washington Local over the past few years would realize that new is good mm-hmm. because we've had some, uh, so, you know, some stuff that's been, that's behind us now. And, mm-hmm. But to have new people in leadership positions is really, I think, uh, uh a, a good thing. So, so give me who wants to give me the overall, the kind of the what of the levy. We'll talk about the why and the who and all of that later. But give me the what of the levy. All right, I'll give you the what of the levy. Okay. So, thirty days on the job. It's yeah. pretty. It actually is pretty clear cut. The board did a really good job of working with the Ohio Facilities Construction Commission to take an overall look at the district to see what the needs were for facilities. And this is a group that looks at facilities objectively. Uh, all, all public buildings in Ohio are evaluated the same way. And so they came in over the last year or so and did this evaluation. And not surprising to anyone at Washington Local, I don't think, is our buildings are aging rapidly. And so they kind of laid out a plan and then the community came together sat down uh, over many months and looked at different options and then uh, came together, the board came together with a plan for putting a bond issue combined with an operating issue on the ballot in order to provide over the next 10 to 15 years new facilities for Washington local schools to bring them into the 21st century. Okay, that's awesome. That's that in a nutshell. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's good. How is this different than past levies? How this, how this is different from past levies, granted it's new money, it's a bond levy. Yeah. It's about building our new schools. The nice thing about it, the Ohio Facilities Construction Commission is willing to give us 80 cents on the dollar. Meaning, for us, we have to have 20, cent, 20 cents on the dollar, so yeah. our skin in the game is coming up with the first 20%. Yeah. Then they are willing to throw in about $172 million our way to help us rebuild our school district. Yeah. That's an opportunity that we certainly don't want to pass up. We're, our treasurers let us know that we're spending approximately $10,000 a day on average just to maintain these buildings that are anywhere from 60 to 80 some years old. That cost is going to continue to escalate as these buildings age. We're not going to be able to stop that, and that's not being good stewards of our tax dollars. However, we're going to be in a situation where we don't have a choice if we don't replace these buildings. Yeah. So the opportunity to really put Washington Local on the mark where we really expand our school district, new technology, new buildings, new facilities, it's an exciting time for Washington Local Schools and it's something that we 
are one of the last districts in the area in Northwest Ohio to actually rebuild. So we're going to have the latest and greatest, and it's it's exciting. Uh, it's a lot of work. It's challenging, but it's also getting to let our voters know what opportunities do exist for our school district. Yeah, I think the thing that's interesting to me about this this conversation specifically. So we'll go out and do like a little Facebook video after this, but. What I like about this is it gives us 10 to 12 minutes to kind of do a bit of a deep dive on what the levy is. And I like that both of you are here talking to me about this because it strikes me that the, you know, the elected board of education, your, your job is to think about macro resources. Your job is to think about how to make sure that the district is positioned best for its future, that it's leveraging resources to the best uh, in, in the most in the most maximized way, I should say. And I'm just guessing, but it strikes me that the superintendent's job is to think about what? Education and, and staff and culture and, and are my children, um, literally, this is not a metaphor, like literally my children being educated um, and given opportunities to have the best education possible. So on one hand, it's about buildings, it's about tax dollars. The 80-20 thing is something that I, I talk about when I'm on doors and if anyone asks me. Um, tell me beyond buildings though, what does this mean for education? Do you think in, in the district? I think that facilities are, you know, probably a little bit underrated when it comes to education, but you know, your environment, just like your home environment or your office environment, you need to set that up so that you can be efficient so that you're not thinking about distractions. Uh, so that you're really in the best place to learn. And our students right now, are we're struggling with that in many of our facilities. They're tucked into corners that are not ideal for education. Uh, they la- a lot of those places lack natural light. They aren't places that we would want to be working during the day, and they're certainly not places that we would want young children or even teenagers during the day. So I think creating these 21st century learning environments and really taking into account what does the workplace look like today and how do we make our classrooms look more like the workplace so that when our students graduate, they're ready for the workplace. They're ready to work in small groups that are collaborative. Mm -hmm. They're willing to work independently even when there is a lot going on around them. So I can't think of a better way to spend our tax dollars, especially when the state's contributing 80% of it, mm-hmm. into creating facilities that will take us generations to come, will really prepare our students for meaningful careers. I was thinking about it recently, like this past week. I was like, so my kids are in the room now and saying, hi, you, you guys can come in. It's okay. Um, we were joking, like the kids are going to be around because that's what campaigning with Sam means. There's kids around. But I was thinking about it. If someone were to come up to me and say, hey, you need a new roof. I have, there's a new roof program where um, you get 80% paid for if you pay the mm-hmm. 20%. I would do it instantly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, ins- I mean, I wouldn't think twice. I would right. say, Lindsay, we gotta, let's figure out whatever we gotta figure out to come up with that 20%. We gotta- so I can appreciate the, the opportunity. Mark, tell me some of the, what are some of the biggest questions not even biggest, the most frequently asked, you know, the FAQs, frequently asked questions that you're getting as you talk about this, that, um, and, and the good, bad, and the ugly, be a little bit vulnerable here. Like, what are some of the things that people are asking that they don't like? What are some of the questions that you think, oh, I can help clear that up really quickly? But what are some of the most frequently asked questions? I think being out there, there's still a knowledge deficit that we are working on to pretty much close that gap. Because a lot of people don't understand why we're on the why we're on the ballot and why this levy is important to us. 
and understanding what this 80-20 is, because that, that still has to get out there and resonate with people to understand the reason we are on the ballot is because we want to build our schools. We have this opportunity. We don't want to miss this opportunity because the Ohio Facilities Construction Commission has earmarked this money for us. If we don't pass this levy, and I don't want to put fear in people, that we might miss this opportunity. We certainly don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, a lot of people think their taxes are going to go up to a very high amount. Really, that's not the case. If you look, even if you go to Aries, LucasCountyAries.com and look up your address, you'll be able to see that Lucas County has already estimated what your tax increase will be if this levy does pass. But um, a lot of people are concerned not understanding. I think there's just a general knowledge deficit. Some people are still, you're making me vulnerable here, Sam, but some people are still wanting to tie the past mm-hmm. to the current. Yeah, no, it's important to talk about. Yeah. We're moving past the past. Yes, that's right. We can't, Washington, Oakland had a little blip. We can't live in the blip. We got to move forward, and we want yeah. our community to embrace us to move forward. Yeah, it's interesting. It's funny. I had not thought about it this way, but I'm going to say it anyway. I, you know, my kids don't know anything about the blip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, if this, not if, when this thing goes through, my kids are going to grow up in these schools. They're going to grow up in this district. Correct. And, uh, you know, that's the, that's the, I mean, this is your career, so I'm not saying anything that you don't already know, but that's the powerful thing about being in education. So every year there's a new batch of human beings being formed by what you're doing. It's very, very serious. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Speaking of education, tell me about your educational background, not not your educational background, your professional background, because you're 30 days on the job. Right. Um, but I think it's important for people to hear, you know, um, kind of what you've been up to before this. So I actually, I grew up in Toledo. I grew up in Point Place. So I'm a Toledo kid, a TPS kid. And you mean the, the best place? The best place, any place. The Point best place. place. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly right. I have the t-shirt to prove it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, and I attended Woodward High School. I went to Davis College and got an associate's degree in business and then went to Siena Heights and got my bachelor's degree in business and was in business for a long time. Um, I had a sales career. And then finally kind of followed my dream later in life and went back and got my degree in education, got a master's degree in education, and then most recently, just over the last few years, my doctorate. Uh, I've been with the Perrysburg schools for the last 14 years uh, as their director of teaching and learning and then later as their assistant superintendent the last couple of years. We built a new building out in Perrysburg, uh, really a 21st century learning environment that we really modeled on uh, area businesses. We visited a lot of area businesses to see how business is done now and kind of set up our learning centers, much like offices are set up, and uh, really gave a lot of that responsibility and independence to kids. And I, I just think it's really important to have a great environment. Um, I, thinking too about, some people have said to me in the meetings that I've been in over the last few weeks, uh, we've been, you know, I've been here for 50 years in this district. I think one of the things that I recognize more about Washington Local than any place that I've been in the past, even before Perrysburg, is just the deep generational roots that run here. And the people that in the past carried this district to this point so that your kids mm-hmm. could have a great district. Mm-hmm. And now it's our responsibility to carry it forward mm-hmm. so that the next generation and generation after that have the same thing. And I think that's what's special about Washington Local is it really is built 
in a way that I have never mm. seen before on kids. We don't even call them students or scholars or we don't get really formal here. They're just kids and there are kids and everybody here owns that responsibility. I think that's what's really special about Washington Local. I love it. And so I, go ahead. Let me expand on it because yeah. it, what Katie is saying or Dr. Ann said, sorry, we're formally Katie. speaking. So yeah. Uh, I'm not going to call you Mr. Hughes. I'm, uh, yeah, <laughs> Mr. Just Hughes. Katie. Yeah. Just Katie. That's my dad. No. That's the beauty of recording a podcast on an iPhone. You're just yeah, like, oh, that's right. it's just like very informal. We can informal. be informal. Yeah, it's perfect. I'm, a, I'm, I'm one of those multi-generational people. My dad's a graduate and my grandparents. Yeah. Um, deep roots in the Washington local schools. I know a lot of these people my dad went to school with, like in the football games, sporting events, and I, they know me because I'm my dad's kid. Some of them like me. Some of them that like my dad may not like me politically, but yeah, sure. we, we, we're a big family. It's a big community. We all know each other. We all look out for each other. Um, I, your kid's going to school with my dad, blah, blah, blah. And that is something I think this community and this district has that keeps it special, that's kept it where it's at. And we're not far from that. It's just making sure we get back to that. Yeah, rather than the disagreements, the blip. Yeah. No, that's awesome. So I, we heard the little buzzer go off over there. Mm-hmm. I just want to, the reason I want to point that out is we're recording this Sunday evening and you're both out there hustling. Correct. Um, tell me a little bit about what it, I mean, I know what it means to run a campaign for city council. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm close to the end of my second one and hopefully... You're successful. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, but what what does this look like? You've mentioned thirty days on the job, but what has this campaign um, what has this campaign been like for you? I think a little bit of it is right now. Every day is making sure that I'm talking to 10, 20, 40, 50 voters that uh, that are that don't know me and building that trust. That's really important. That's the most important thing is to build trust with the community. I think some of them met me three years ago when I interviewed for this job then. Mm -hmm. And so they remember me from that. I've been around, I've been at Perrysburg, so I haven't been that far away. So I think, but still just, I think when you have the opportunity to sit knee to knee, you go door to door. When when I go door to door, when I sit knee to knee with people, I Mm -hmm. think it, and you can look them in the eye and answer the questions that they have. And, yeah. and these are good questions. They're tough questions, but they're good questions. I think that's what builds trust. And then, you know, obviously the long-term plan and the, the long-term, gener- like I said before, generational, mm-hmm. familial uh, group that we have yeah. here at Washington Local just makes us really, really special. So I only have two more questions. Neither okay. one of them are tough. Because one is about tough questions. Tell me what are some of the tough questions you're getting from, um, you know, the district uh, citizens. So I met with a group this week in a home, which is my favorite way to meet with people is sitting in there. I was out on their sun porch, really meeting with 10 people that really either weren't going to vote or were going to vote now. That's my favorite kind of group to be in because I feel like my win rate there is a little higher than other places, right? Uh, And I think the tough question for them was why the combination, like they didn't really understand the operating combined with the bond levy. So the bond levy, that's all that 80-20, we get that, that makes perfect sense. And just, just really just educating people on what happens in school funding in Ohio. I think people are kind of sick of hearing school funding is you know unconstitutional in Ohio. But really no one has done anything about that. There is a group that has moved that ball right to the 
really literally right to the goal line and maybe we'll push it over and that would be really exciting and kids we would actually be fully funded but right now in washington local we have seven thousand students but only get funding for five thousand we can't turn those other two thousand away nor would we want to but that's a little bit tough to operate so we continually although we're being really good stewards of our buildings and of our people it's just a constant battle to really fund and to educate students the way they deserve to be educated on very limited state funding. Yeah, sure. All right, so where can people um, learn more? If they want to hear more than just this this short, I mean, that was that was a lot of stuff we covered and that was like, like 15 minutes, that's not bad. So 15 minutes, we got to the nitty gritty, we got into it, but say someone is listening and they say, I want to hear more, I want to look at charts, I want to look at numbers, where do they find that information? Facebook page. Facebook, uh, Facebook page is a really good place, so at okay. WLS Levy um, on Facebook. And I really would encourage you, if you would like to meet with a small group, just to call the office and set up a meeting with me, okay. and I'll mm-hmm. come to your home, I'll come to your park house, your shelter, wherever yep. you want to yep. meet me, I'll be there. Great. And we can talk face-to-face. Awesome. And we're trying to get much... I, I was out today, Sunday, you mentioned Sunday afternoon. I've been out since 1 o'clock this afternoon, and the elements, the rain, the wind, knocking the doors, asking mm-hmm. people, educating people. Yep. And I'm very optimistic about the positive responses we received today. So that's awesome. Very good thing. Are you guys are you guys meeting with the Lincolnshire Association? Uh, yes, Joe so Axe talked about having you guys. Yeah, so we I think yes. we've got them. There. I think at my very October last 19th. meet and greet. October Thank you. 19th. October nineteenth oh, is nice. done. Yeah. I think if to know this, if you're a registered voter, expect to see us at your door. Our door to door campaign right. starts this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really I think really well organized. It's really exciting. Uh, you'll have a chance to meet teachers and staff in this district. Cool. It'll be really exciting. That's awesome. And that's one thing I want. We're that blip where we seem to be divided. We'll be vulnerable here. I mentioned that this district at some point seems to be divided. But what I'm seeing is the people on both sides of that fence are coming together for this lobby. Mm -hmm. Because we realize what's important and what's at stake. And we have a common goal. It's like uh, Jeff Falker, our treasurer, tells us. We might all be siblings who don't get along with each other at times, but we all love mom. Mom is Washington local, and we will do everything we can to do what's good for Washington local. And that's what's important. I love I love a good mother metaphor. So that, that works. You can thank Jeff for that one. All right, so go to, uh, we'll link all that stuff up here in the podcast mm-hmm. show notes as well. Uh, so thanks so much. Thank, thank you. you. All right, I hope that you found that informative about um, this this ballot initiative for for Washington local schools. I think it's issue seven uh, when you go to vote. So if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Um, you know, um, Superintendent Anstat and and Mark Hughes also left some information there of how you could reach out to them as well. So make sure that if you have questions or you know felt like their answers weren't weren't clear enough for you, you you do what you have to do to make sure you can vote in an informed manner. Um, the other thing I just want to point out is that as we keep going toward the general on November 5th, I've interviewed a few other of the candidates that you'll you'll see on the ballot as well. And so other school board members, I even have a judicial candidate who who's going to be on, on the podcast here pretty soon. So keep listening. Uh, we have quite a bit of activity here on the podcast as we push toward November 5th, uh, which is the general election. As always, if you want to be involved in my campaign, feel free to reach out. Um, sammeldon.com slash volunteer is a good way to do that. And I have to say this Saturday, 
this is really cool actually. Um, this Saturday, October 5th, we are having a UT Homecoming Parade watch party. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a little fundraiser for our campaign, but it's really just a fun way to take in the UT Parade and to celebrate, um, you know, the most unbelievable season of all, which is the fall season, and uh, take it in with a bunch of friends. So I hope to see you there. Um, 10.30 to noon. It's at Gretchen DeBacher's house. It's all. It's on Facebook. It's in our emails. If you, if you can't find that information, you're not trying very hard. Um, but yeah, we would love to see you out uh, October 5th, 10.30 a.m. And again, thanks so much for listening. Just over a month to go, and we are trying to finish this race strong. <laughs>